Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, Better Together with Maria Menounos fans. It's me, Mr. Maria Menounos, sitting in for my lovely and talented wife. Kelsey, this quote (laughs) is very short Simple and uh, and poignant. That's right. Give it to him, Kev. So normally when we say it's not you, then we say it's me. <laughs> but in this case, it's not you. It's your schedule. Mm. So we're going to talk all about today and how much our scheduling really does affect our health, happiness, and success. I can't wait. And, and, and sci- with scientific proof. Uh, Dr. Suhas... Shearsinger is a world-renowned Ayurvedic physician and educator from India, the director of Ayurvedic Healing and Integrative Wellness Clinic in California, and the author of The Hot Belly Diet and his new book, Change Your Schedule, Change Your Life. He is an advisor and consultant at the Chopra Center, and our very own Kelsey has been seeing him for stomach help, where he told her to change her schedule, <laughs> to change her Life better together in the Heel Squad. Are so excited to welcome Dr. Suhas. Dr. Suhas, thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, I, I I can't wait to get into this. And I think for for my sake and say for other people that don't know about Ayurveda medicine, maybe can you just give us a brief definition of Ayurveda medicine? 
Thank you, Kevin. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. Ayurveda, as we say, that is one of the most ancient and comprehensive system of healthcare that is known to humanity. Ayurveda is a Sanskrit word, which is made up of two little words, Ayu and Veda. Ayu means life and Veda means knowledge. It simply means that the science of life, it's how you live life is exactly whether you attract health or disease. The lifestyle medicine, the personalized medicine, all of these things that we have been painfully realizing right now is very intricately connected with your body, your gene expression, your health, your longevity, your well-being. So we have to go back to this very ancient but very practical and applicable science for the modern day is to really look, what do we do? since we open our eyes in the morning till we close our eyes in the evening. Because everything that you do, how you think, how you behave, how you act, is going to create a state of either health or an imbalance or a disease. And it's high time, especially in the, in the current context of what we call it as lifestyle disorders or lifestyle diseases. About 70, 80% of all chronic diseases are stemming from an unhealthy lifestyle. And nobody wants to lead an unhealthy lifestyle. But the pace of life is so fast right now that we are often caught unaware of it. Is that right, Kevin? Yes, and I think I think the problem is, is when we think of an unhealthy lifestyle, we're thinking of the basics, like smoking cigarettes or not eating well, maybe abusing alcohol or drugs. I, I think yeah, that's easy, right? But I think there's people who aren't abusing those things but are still living an unhealthy lifestyle that they're not examining that are leading to these illnesses and diseases. And you're right. I mean, I often see people who are uh, less busy and they feel unproductive and they're unhappy. That's one part of the people that I see. And there are people who are super busy and super active and running around and chasing the clock all day long. And they're also unhappy. Yeah. So is there a right balance in between where you can still be busy, active, and productive, but finding your own time for your own self-care rituals? And I think it's high time to start discussing this in, in consulting rooms with your doctors. With doctors, right. And I feel Western doctors, I feel like they're getting a little better, but I think they're still hesitant to go there. Well, the challenge is there's enough enough research now that is telling us that uh, when we are super busy, when we don't have the right time to eat the right food at the right time, uh, we are not going to bed at a proper time. The boundaries of workplace have become very invisible, Kevin. It used to be that you show up somewhere nine to five now. With the advent of smartphone, you're on call almost all the time. Anybody can text you anytime yeah. and you're supposed to respond to that. Is that right? Yes. And especially from a workplace, since the time you open your eyes, how many of you actually start your day and end your day looking at your cell phone? Yeah, all of us. <laughs> and I bet many of many of you, yes. many of you. And if you are, it's a, probably such a terrible way to start your day by just looking at your smartphone and going to sleep last thing in the evening by looking at your smartphone. So every message, every text you get is going to affect 
the neurochemistry, the biochemistry of your body. If you get an email right before you go to sleep that is making you super excited and elated and happy, then also your sleep is going to be affected. And if you get something which is nasty, rude, unhealthy, that you're unhappy with, then also it is going to affect your sleep. So we are in a way outsourcing our, our physiological functioning to the whims and fancies of so many people on your contact list, I would say, yeah. because they are literally toying with and your roller coaster ride of going up and down, up and down, up and down all day long. How many text messages you get? How many emails that you get? There's a term that we use nowadays called as email apnea, where people hold their breath as they look through a text and a message until they finish it. They're not able to breathe. And once they finish, now, now they are done and they start breathing again. So if you're holding your breath so many times, it's affecting your brain chemistry. It's affecting your physiological functioning, your diet, digestion, metabolism, you name it. So the, the pressure of the work that we all talk about is getting down to your cellular functioning. How do we get down to that cellular functioning? And first it starts with awareness. Okay, you need to draw some boundaries, Is that you need word. to create some time, you need to create some structure to understand that you're not doing anything unconsciously, but you're doing it in a conscious manner where you are, you are powerful enough to influence that. Is that right? Because if I take a nice deep breath before, before I look at something or before I start my day, or I have done my my ritual before before I start getting into a working mode or something like that, then I'm a little bit more mindful. But if you're walking around like a zombie and not being even aware of your internal state of your body, whether you're thirsty or hungry or tired or sleepy, and you keep on doing something without really listening to the signals of the body, that is when it starts, starts of and it doesn't affect when you're on the go 24 7 like me guys finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials it's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. By doing it once or twice. It's a snowball effect. Slowly it starts building all the snowflakes of these kind of tiny tits and bits of imbalance before your body starts reacting to that stress which becomes a distress and we often see that that these busy schedule and it's a funny thing kevin that um, what about 100 years ago we started using the punch card the time card that this many hours you work and this much you get paid so it was all calibrated to how much time you spend and how much money you get and that 
the time and money that you make is is all getting to our system in a way where if time is money then the millennials especially i see in my practice they are literally broke they don't have time and they are broke because they are trying to do too many things to maximize time yeah people maximize work and minimize their time for themselves they become stingy with their time for themselves and try to use it to make more money or maximize money or be more productive in the workplace and things and it's just a matter of time before it catches up that busyness is at the cost of happiness and this is what i often see in my practice this is the reason why i embarked on writing this book which is change your schedule change your life it's all about how your schedule unconsciously is killing you and it's making you more busy it's putting everything in a faster lane before you even realize yes and with the and with the pandemic what we're learning is that people are having to be even more available via zoom so you know maybe if i have a friend who is an assistant superintendent of schools and she would have to visit maybe three or four schools in a day well now if there's zoom visits she they'll schedule 10 and she doesn't even have a bathroom break and it, so i'm seeing more that what you're saying um it's really hitting home and 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 in the book you go over uh just how much just all the advantages to having a schedule i mean for you doctor i mean you're busy man you're well read what, what is your schedule like and then maybe go over how that how you've seen the advantages of of uh, applying that well it's a good point that you bring up and i actually have a patient which which uh, she is having her cell phone in her car on a little pedestal where she's attending a zoom meeting while she is driving and this can be very dangerous if you're not even aware of it this can literally kill you because yeah. you are so distracted by doing something of that kind and we we have to prioritize our own health and well-being this is very important and especially in the light of this pandemic we are painfully realizing this that you are in total control of your own health and well no matter how rich a country is it cannot take care of everybody's health and when something of this kind happens you have to make sure that you are eating the right foods at the right time you are exercising you are going to bed you are you are finding time some quiet time to relax to unwind to meditate you're getting enough rest uh, you're spending some time with the family you're you're going back and realigning with the priorities of life so i often tell my patients that it's not what you eat but when you eat is important it's not how much you sleep but when you sleep is important it's not how much exercise you do but when you exercise is equally important and diet sleep and exercise these are the three pillars of health from an ayurvedic medical perspective if you are eating the right foods in the right amount at the right time eat light eat right and be bright because eating the right food breakfast lunch and dinner in the light amount that's very important and trying to avoid unwanted snacking in between the meals that's a huge aspect where your blood sugar is constantly taken for a ride when you keep on munching and snacking all day long it keeps on going up and down and you are wondering why you can't lose weight while you are carrying 5 10 extra pounds on your frame and things like that so try to avoid eating anything 
in between breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And anybody can do that. Is that right, Kevin? Anybody yes. can uh, fast in between the meals. You can fast in between the meals. Yeah, and you know what helped me and, and my wife was, uh, which I think we learned from Ayurvedic practice, was the drinking of hot water. Absolutely. With lemon hot or whatever. Water. Yeah. Hot water is, is, is a good cleanser. Okay, when it's like when you have a sticky, greasy kind of a pan and you're trying to clean it with a cold water, it, the grease doesn't come out. You need some hot water and let it sit and it will come out. Is that right? Yeah. So when you're sipping hot water, all that greasy, unwanted, bad cholesterol, the, the sticky, slimy impurities of digestion needs to be washed out. Yeah. And hot water has a vasodilating effect. And I jokingly say, when you die late, you don't die early. <laughs> <laughs> and when you dilate the blood vessels, you improve the circulation, you improve the communication, you reduce your blood pressure, you improve your urinary output, so you don't feel puffy, yeah. and swollen and bloated. So just sipping hot water all day long, it's such a fantastic Ayurvedic tip that you will notice that it kindles your appetite, it improves your digestion, it helps you regulate your weight, it improves your heart, lung, liver condition together because it is, it is a gentle diuretic in itself. So fasting in between the meals is the first step <clears throat> where you don't eat anything between from breakfast to lunch, no food in between. And from lunch to dinner, no food in between. And from dinner to next day morning breakfast, no food in between. And if you can do that, it has very powerful impact. And just challenge yourself for one week, yeah. two weeks, three weeks, and you will develop like a habit of doing that. And the second thing is try to bring your earlier evening meal a little bit earlier. Mm. If you can move your dinner, maybe be done by 6.30 or 7 so that you have clean three hours to digest that food before you go to sleep. Because when you are eating, say, 8.30, 9, 9.30, and then you go to sleep on top of it, then when you sleep, your heart rate, pulse rate, metabolic rate, everything slows down and the food stays in the system without being digested. And then you wake up feeling dull, heavy, groggy, feeling tired, and then you put another truckload of food on top of that in, in the form of a breakfast. So if you eat early meal and you digest it before you go to sleep, you will wake up effortlessly and feeling absolutely light in the morning. And you give your body that 13, 14 hours of fasting from 7 p.m. till about 8 to 9 a.m. in the morning. Um. Doctor, in the book you call, and I, this really spoke to me, you call sleep the miracle drug. Yeah. Can you... It is a miracle drug because it has so many functions that we do in sleep. And early, early meal is a huge component to that. One of the tagline that I use in the book is eat late to gain some weight, sleep late to gain some weight. And when I wrote the book, about 70% of the country was doing both. They were eating late and sleeping late. Because sleep has, has so many benefits to it. It makes you smart. It boosts your immune system. It reduces inflammation. Believe it or not, sleep is one of the most, and most potent anti-inflammatory activity that you will ever do in your lifetime. It's very potent. It reduces inflammation. It 
recharges your immune system because all the scavenging of the bugs and the bacteria that happens in the night to boost your immune system happens in the sleep. The lipid synthesis, the cholesterol synthesis, that all happens in the night itself. And there are millions and millions of functions that the body gets to when you are deep asleep. So the time that you should be asleep is between 10.30 to 11 p.m. till about 6 to 6.30 a.m. in the morning. So if you are asleep in bed from 11 to 6, the body is able to catch up to that. Every time you are delaying your ability to sleep in the night and stay awake or eat, it disrupts everything. So I think sleep is, is a very potent uh, activity that we will do. And um, we, are, we are realizing this, that your performance, your cognition, your memory, your metabolic regulation, your gene expression, uh, your moods, uh, calming your anxiety, depression, all of those things are related. It's a cyclical activity, Kevin. It's interesting that the body has a clock. It has a clock and it does activity in a clock-like manner. You say here too, you know, uh, that uh, uh, you talk about chronobiology, biological timing, uh, and that we have different chronotypes. Can you talk about the, can you define the chronobiology for us? Yeah, chrono means um, Time. time and biology means our biological functioning how our biology responds to the time that's what chronobiology actually means so when we say that we wake up in the morning when the sun comes out what does it do so when the sun comes out what does it do to our body to make it awake what what happens to our body when the sun sets down what happens to our body in spring versus fall, versus winter, versus summer. So we are, whether we like it or not, we are affected with all the changes that we see outside our window. And we are fixated with our calendars and iCals and this and that, but we are literally programmed by what is happening with Mother Nature. And it's an interesting concept because our little planet Earth is, is swirling on its own axis and moving at a dizzying speed around sun. So the day and night are created, the seasons are created, and every single cellular organism, every life form on planet Earth is affected with the cycles of day and night. So your job is to really understand how to be even a good animal, how to organize your life from dawn to dusk. The birds do it, the animals know it, only we are little bit more distracted and we eat whenever we want, we sleep whenever we want, we have sex whenever we want. So all of those things. So living in accordance with the laws of nature. All the ancient cultures, if you look at closely, have worshipped sun. He's the giver of life. That's, that makes life possible. And so worshipping sunrise or sunset or sun salutations or invoking Gayatri Mantra, those are all things. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. That Ayurveda has actually talked about. So going back to this point of chronobiology and our, our bodies, our biology is affected by that. And this was an old school, going back to the technical science, I would say, it was an old school of thought that when the light hits our eyes, then uh, there's an area in our brain which the light hits on, on our eyesight, our retina, and that goes to the optic nerve to an area in the brain, which is called a suprachiasmatic nucleus. It's the size of a grain of a rice. That area in the brain is the size of a grain of a rice. And that suprachiasmatic nucleus suddenly tells the whole body that I see the light and be awake and start doing all the activities that you're supposed to do. And when that light sensation fades away in the evening and you see dark, then it tells the body to start secreting melatonin and preparing for a good night rest. But nowadays, these signals are kind of lost. When you're watching late night television and you're looking at the glaring screens of computers uh, late in the evening, then it as if mimics that there's a light still there and the body slows down preparing you for the rest in the evening. So the blue light is delaying your onset of sleep, is not allowing you to sleep peacefully in the night. So what we are saying is that if you're not doing the right activity in accordance with the time, then the body's innate functions get disrupted. So doctor, what happens to like this generation now that's playing video games all night long or they're on YouTube all night long? You know, but I see the you know the younger generation will say, hey, we're we're willing to work, but we don't just don't want to get up early. We're working all night till three, four, five, six in the morning. But what 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 do you think of the ramifications for that generation that is doing that? That's up till four, five, six, seven in the morning. I think this is a challenging situation. This is the first time in the history of humanity that we will see that our children are going to have a shorter lifespan than ourselves. Wow. Okay. And this is a proven scientific fact that the kind of lifestyle that they have, the kind of early exposure to the social media that they have, the kind of pace of life, 3G, 4G, 5G, 6G, uh, that increase the pace of their mind and their ability to even think and have a stable nervous system is greatly affected. And the erratic lifestyle, it's just a matter of time before it catches up. So you're awake at the wrong time and you're sleeping in the wrong time and that is going to make you overweight that's going to create blood sugar fluctuations circadian disruption that's what we use the medical term here circadian disruption is one of the main cause for many chronic diseases that we see 
And those kids who are staying awake in the night, they might get away with it thinking that they are young, but it's just a matter of time before the physiological disruption is going to catch up and they will develop maybe autoimmune conditions, maybe some chronic lifestyle diseases, which will take a tremendous amount of time to regulate. And this is, this is an interesting question that you're asking that uh, quite a few people like you and me also probably behave Monday to Friday properly, that we have to show up for work and we do work from Monday to Friday, but come Friday, we have a license to eat late and sleep late. And then we are eating late and sleeping late and oh, it's Saturday morning. So we wake up late and instead of breakfast, we eat brunch and then yes. it's Saturday night. So we end up in staying up again late night on Saturday and then Sunday also we have relaxed and then Monday morning we have to wake up early in the morning. So it's as if that last two days you were waking up in a different time zone and Monday morning you are waking up three hours early in a different time zone. We call this as social jet lag, mm. where as if you are jet lagged almost every week because of the weekend activity, the way you do it. And it just adds up. And the science is that every time you go into a different time zone, where there's one hour time zone change, either forward or backward, it affects your digestion, it affects your bowel movement, it affects your energy reserves and everything. And it takes about one or two days or three days to normalize yes. that activity for the body to get used to it. Imagine you go from east to west coast and it's a three hour time zone change. It will take almost a week before you normalize. And by the time you normalize, you're ready for another travel. Yeah. Quite a few people do this travel, unfortunately. Due to COVID, we are stuck home, not able to travel. But, but even during this weekend activity that we are doing, we are creating this social jet lag, which is creating also a similar kind of problem as if you were at the airport and traveling from east to west coast. Yeah, and I never, I never feel the same when I travel and then go to a different time zone. It always, this all makes perfect sense. Um, how do we discover our chronotype? Well. Everybody has uh, certain uh, challenges, okay? We call it as um, the first chronotype is more of a vata type. These are people who are more lean and thin and wiry, bubbly, energetic. Um, uh, they have difficulty to gain weight, but they have a sensitive sleep schedule. So whatever they do in the last thing in the evening, uh, they have to make sure that they fall asleep and stay asleep because they have a hard time falling asleep. So if they are watching uh, television, watching a violent movie or something, it, that experience lingers into their system for a very long time. This is the vata. These are someone with a vata, a vata type. This is more of a vata type. Okay. And they're yeah, the ones who are thin. And like I think I was reading high, kind of high strung, very stressed, thin hair. You said brittle nails. Dry hair, dryness, irregular diet, digestion, irregular pattern of sleep. They are creative and enterprising in nature, but they don't have a whole lot of endurance and energy to withstand anything. And they're a bit sensitive. Uh, they Their mind is a little bit more sensitive. They like to worry about things. They're a bit anxious by nature. And so if they're not able to eat the right food at the right time, then it can get very disruptive. So it, sometimes you eat a good breakfast. Sometimes you don't eat till 10 o'clock. Sometimes you have, have an early lunch. Sometimes you have an early dinner. All that irregularities 
in your diet, sleep, exercise, your schedule, it actually throws those people off the most, which is Vata type. And Vata chronotype especially have, uh, they have a need to be outdoor, to be surrounded with bright light. They respond very well to sunlight. They will be very unhappy if you send to a cold, frozen, dark, gray kind of a climate where about eight months a year it's cold and gray and it's groggy and rainy and that really throws them off. And but if they live in a sunny place and a green place, they actually do very well to that. So a Vata chronotype is something that you have to really understand how you respond to the light and mother nature outside your window. And you're born this way, right? You're born with that type. It's, you don't develop and become Vata. You are bo born this way? You, are, you get that gift from your parents. You are gotcha. a combination of who your dad and mom are. And the gene expression and the set of genes that you get, you will create your body type. And so, from ancestors. So, you don't have a choice. You can't say suddenly you have multi million dollars and go and buy a different body type for yourself. You can't do that. Gotcha. And the, but the the book has do's and don'ts. If you have the if you are Vada, and how you can be your best Vada. Body, That's correct. Right. And you, you have to learn few rules about yourself, about eating, about exercising, about nightly ritual, what you should be doing, certain herbs, all of those things. If you're a Pitta type, which is a different chronotype, Pitta people are a little bit warm-bodied, warm-blooded, hot, flush, medium-built, muscular kind of a people, and they are um, they are intense, they are dynamic, they have premature graying, premature balding, they have a real warm, sensitive touch to their skin and everything, and more importantly, they are very sharp, they are very articulate, and they have a lot of dynamism and ambition and drive. So what happens is they're very uh, good st state of digestion. So they can be hungry very, very quickly. They can get angry also very quickly. And we use a term called hangry where sometimes they get hungry and angry together. And they are a pro-inflammatory type. So they are prone for inflammation. They get dehydrated very easily. So they have to make sure that they are drinking enough water. They are eating the right foods at the right time. More importantly, in the evening, they fall asleep okay, but they will wake up in the wee hours <laughs> in the night and then they'll have a hard time falling asleep. They'll get thirsty and dry throat in the night and feeling really warm. They'll keep on tossing their sheets away and things. So it's almost like your chronotype is different where your sensitivity to light and temperature. And if you have... I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. These people live in a super hot, dry, warm, sunny climate. Uh, it's something that doesn't really suit them. They have to be more surrounded with a body of water, uh, more lakes, greenery, things like that. That's where they feel the best. Those kind of vacations are really good for them. Laughter is a very good uh, remedy for pitta type. They can't take themselves too seriously. They have to. They have to find a little lighter way to lead their life. Yes, we do. More, important, <laughs> yeah, more importantly, more importantly, if you meditate, if you relax, if you unwind, then you feel really good. Mm. So there are there are different qualities. Like Vata people, they are more irregular. So you want to find regular routine. Pitta people can get very intense, so we advise them to find moderation in everything what they do. Unlike Kapha people who are heavy-bodied, heavy-set, they are dense, their chronotype is something where um, they are more sensitive to uh, warm, sunny weathers. So if they again live in cold, groggy, wet weather, the Kapha goes up, which is a combination of water and earth. So they like warm and dry weather. And they like warm spices, eating foods, warming foods, spicy foods, eating a lot of bitter, green, uh, astringent tasting foods. They like stimulating exercise, uh, sweating, flushing, deep cardio exercise. Um, they are a little bit more dull, easygoing, easy moving people. So you need to stimulate them. So like Pitta, we say moderation. For Kapha, we say stimulation. So you need to stimulate them. You have to excite them. You have to exercise them. And their sleeping pattern is even more on a heavier side. They love to sleep and they have difficult time waking up in the morning. Mm. So you have to make sure that you eat early dinner so that you don't have a whole lot of food left in your body so that you're waking up feeling a little bit more dull and congested. So... The, the body types are almost similar to that of chronotypes where we respond to the time and nature. Like certain seasons, Kapha people really, really feel good. Pitta people feel good in spring, in fall. Vata people feel really good during, during summer months. Kapha people actually have a little imbalance in spring and they feel uh, a little bit more light in the middle of uh, summer or early fall as such. So every body type responds to season. Every body type responds to the cycles of day and night. And even the, the division of time within 24 hours, there are times of doshas, as we call them. The clock of the body has a dosha-specific time to it. Just to give you a quick uh, overview that from 6 a.m. in the morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. is the kapha time of the day. Okay? 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Okay. is the kapha time of the day. So if you do exercise during that time to shed the heaviness that you're waking up from sleep, you're doing cardiovascular exercise, you're doing sweating, endurance building exercise, you lighten up the heaviness. And the research says that if you are able to do 30 minutes of brisk, exercise before breakfast in the morning between 6 and 10. The chances of you having heart disease, stroke, and diabetes is reduced by 43%. Damn. Just 20, 30 minutes of brisk exercise. So 6 to 10 is the kapha time of the day. From 10 to 2 in the afternoon is the pitta time of the day. 
So your digestion wakes up around 12 noon when the sun is at its zenith in the sky. That's when the digestion is at its prominence. So the biggest meal of the day you should be eating is around 12, 12.30 in the middle of the day. The reason biggest meal, because you can walk around and digest that food thereafter. So from 10 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon is more of a pitta time. Again, from 2 to 6 p.m. is the vata time. So 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., where you feel a little bit more tired, you want to unwind, you want to slow down, you want to, again, um, meditate or regroup your activity. And again, around 5 o'clock is a good time to go outdoor, go for a walk, do some entertaining sport or something, which is activity which allows your mind to feel a little bit more settled and relaxed. And six o'clock in the evening, again, the kapha time begins. Six to 10 p.m. is the kapha time. Mm. So the last bus that takes you there to help you sleep better is by 10 o'clock. And so six to 10, again, the sun is setting. So you want to go with a lighter dinner. When the sun was up and at its zenith, you have your biggest meal. And in the evening, you have a little light meal from six to 10 p.m. You eat light because then you're able to fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up energized. In the night from 10 to 2, that's when we were talking about why sleep is so important. 10 to 2 is the pitta time. But you're not awake during this pitta time, but the body is awake. The REM quality of the sleep that you see, that you are asleep, but the body is awake with carrying out millions of functions uh, in the body. So, uh, Immunomodulatory activities, regulating. All of those things happen in the deep sleep. You should be asleep between 10 to 2, ideally. ideally. And again, in the morning, 2 to 6 is the vata time. 2 to 6 is the vata time where your sleep becomes a little bit light. You start feeling, uh, waking up around 4, 5, 6 in the morning. And if you had, had an early dinner, you will easily and effortlessly wake up between 5, 6, 7 in the morning. Dr. Suez, are you of the belief, I, I heard Deepak Chopra, Chopra say this, that you can reverse aging in your body? Well, you can slow down aging for, for sure. Okay. You can't say that you are 75 and you become 25. But biologically, it is possible. Okay. So chronologically, your age remains same, but biologically, you become younger. And we see this all the time. Okay. We see this all the time. People um, lose weight. People do exercise. People build more muscle mass. People become a little bit more relaxed. They drop their blood pressure. Um, so many things. And so biologically, you can reverse aging process. But chronologically, you remain same. And there are numerous people who who are 60, 70, 80 years of age, but they can carry out a conversation. They can remember everything what happened 50 years ago. Uh, they're very smart, they're witty, they're enterprising. Um, they have tremendous zeal and enthusiasm for life and they're functioning and living that way. So that's all youthful. That's all reversal of aging. And so you can definitely do that. It's not about the wrinkles on the skin only. It's all about all the vital organs and the functioning yeah. of the body. And you can reshape and change that and it's definitely doable i think it starts with the schedule from what you're saying and you know it's it's interesting i'll notice that when i'm listening to radio shows or podcasts and um you know you'll hear people 60 65 80 85 who sound you know like they're 35 or 40 and then you hear other people 80 85 and they have that little old man little old lady kind of voice and 
it kind of speaks to what you're saying. It's those other people um, did certain things to kind of, to biologically stay younger. Well, staying busy is also important. Staying busy yeah. in the right amount and finding something that you like doing. That's also a secret for youthful aging, I would say. Yeah. If you love what you do and you enjoy showing up for work and doing something, enjoy hanging out with the people that you love and care about, like like you guys, okay? Mm -hmm. So you, you love talking to your audience, coming up with different guests and interacting with them and learning few things and growing at the same time and sharing that wisdom with others. Uh, we are all better together. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. That's and right. So yeah. when, when we find that purpose and passion, that that's automatically slows down aging because who has time to even think about it? But when you're constantly worried and telling yourself that you don't like what you do, you're unhappy what you're doing, I would rather not be doing this, all of those things. And people actually age significantly quicker right after retirement. Wow. The yes. moment they think that they are done, very quickly they start aging. Wow. I see it all the time. You have to stay busy. And like you said, in moderation. And, and I think... In the right balance. In yeah. the right balance. And and the, the secret is you need to have a couple of hours for yourself before you start the day. And you should have a couple of hours for yourself before you end the day. That's it. Oh, that's... that's if that's... you say, wake up at, say, 5.30 or 6, and 6 to 8 is your time. You meditate, you do the oil massage, you do the exercise, you prepare a warm breakfast. You can you can do something mindful activity before you check your emails or phone or anything, couple of hours in the morning. And then you go and get busy and do whatever it takes to make it happen. Again in the evening, it's your downtime. You are able to again come back home, have a nice shower, maybe do some sport, time for meditation, enjoying dinner. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. The time with the family or doing something that is purposeful, meaningful, consciously slowing down and turning off the blue light by 8.30 or 9 so that you're not exposed to that and have that quality one hour where you flip through a magazine, you maybe listen to a wonderful podcast or you um, re read a book or something like that or have a little gratitude meditation that what you did all day long and how happy you are for your life and, and just counting all your blessings and prepare yourself for a good night's sleep. So those two hours make a huge difference for yourself in the evening and morning. Wow. Dr. Suhas, can I ask you, going back to the doshas briefly, 
I know people are blends of the doshas too, right? So what do you say? Like, I know I'm kind of like Vada Pitta, right? So when I'm looking at like the certain things in the book or like the certain times I should be doing things, how do you, how do you do that if you're a blend? Well, there is still a dosha which is nose ahead of the other. And depending upon what your age is. So for the first 20 years, you're more in the kapha age where you're in a growing age from 20 to 50 until you are having a regular menstrual cycle or active sexual years, you are in a pitta phase of life. And from 50 onwards, you are more in a vata phase of life. So you should pay attention to the leading dosha in your body type and still go with the phase of life that you are into. In your case, you should go with keeping an eye on pitta all the time. Mm, good to know. And, I had no idea. And Dr. Sura, you know, the other thing, going back earlier, you said there's even a right time to have sex. <laughs> Is there a better time to have sex in the day or night? Well, again, uh, evening is considered to be an excellent time for sexual activity. And you need to have an early dinner to actually optimize your performance if you want to do that. So evening time is a good idea to have sexual activity. Again, 6 to 10 is the kapha time. And again, 6 to 10, kapha time in the morning. Even that is not a bad time. Okay. But comparatively speaking, the evening time is better. It's more of a tamasic time. You can do that activity. So that helps you kind of unwind, relax, and improve the quality of sleep because of that sexual activity. And if you do it in the morning, it also stimulates you, energizes you, warms you up, and it's not a bad time to do it at that time also. Wow. Hey, Better Together fans, that concludes part one of our great interview with Dr. Suas. Um, a lot of surprisingly easy stuff to apply yeah i mean am i wrong no you're not wrong right i thought i'd be lost in this one and i'm, I'm no you I'm killed it i know up. i am getting hammered by calls from Willemantic. um romantic Willemantic. romantic Willemantic. that's what yeah i guess wow. back in the 70s some old timer told me that that's what they called it I anyway anyways no i agree with you i think that like that's the cool thing with ayurveda is that it really is just stuff that's ingrained in us right yeah it's like listen to be one with the earth and like listen to your body clock and wake up with the sun it's that, it's and that same word and he opened up this interview with it it's awareness, awareness. and yeah. we all lack it and i think we've got more of it from the show but it just seems like every expert that comes on this show every expert and also just every successful person influencer artist yeah. there's there's a, a, a an acute awareness or deepening awareness and uh, that most of us don't have, but we can have yes. if we just take those pauses to go, hmm, what's going on here? Hmm. Anyway, to assess the situation. I look forward to uh, episode two. So until then, what, Kelsey? Oh, until then, you guys. Winchesa. Sorry, she was uh, she was scratching away down there. Until then, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. 
So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.